Shabbat Shalom. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the spirits. I hope you are doing well today and uh, praise Yahovah. We get to come together in the scriptures and spend a little bit of time together. It is three o'clock in the morning here in Israel. I've just been dealing with pain management for the last couple of hours, just trying to get organized here. I did have to go to the A&E tonight just to get checked out because of uh, some in- internal bleeding following the surgery. Um, but uh, everything is okay. It's all uh, good, or at least manageable. So looking forward to having a, a good rest and just uh, keeping off my feet. So anyway, I've been here in prayer in the studio, just pressing in today. We are on 40 days of prayer, just seeking the face of Yehovah. And, you know, we know how important it is to stand on the promises of Yehovah to see his kingdom come and his will done. And I appreciate everyone that's been joining with the ministry for these 40 days as we are not just praying for the breakthrough for our ministry and our lives here in the land of Israel, but we are praying corporately that we are going to be people of change, that we are not going to be caught in the past, but we're going to move forward into the future. This is day 32 of 40, a made-up mind. We are setting our face like a flint in line with the promises of Yehovah. And uh, today we're going to talk on uh, Psalm chapter 40 and probably chapter 37 and just going to bring an encouraging word of Yehovah and just enjoy a little bit of time in Scripture. Uh, Like I said, I've been uh, sitting down here for the last couple of hours just dealing with pain and also just being an intercession in prayer. Our our watch hours are between 12 o'clock and 4 in the morning where we are pressing in. Uh, for supernatural deliverance and transformation in the presence of Yehovah. So thank you for joining with us, and thank you for all the testimonies of the great things that the Father is doing in so many lives. He is faithful. All right, just give a shout-out to a few people that are tuning in. If you're joining with us right now, you can uh, give us a shout-out on uh Uh, the comments section on YouTube and also on uh, the comments on the social media platforms as well. We've got Glenn with us um, in Missouri. Good to see you. We've got Pete in uh, New York. We've got Esther in Australia. We've got Jerry in Boston. We've got Lola in Florida. We've got Russell in the UK. Uh, We've got New Day in North Carolina. Hallelujah. We've got Jeff in Missouri. Um, we've got uh, Maria um, in Canada. Shalom, shalom. We've got Karen in North Carolina. Melinda, <laughs> Melinda, where are you? Um, trying to think where you are. Um, it'll come to me in a second. Anyway, welcome. We've got B in Texas. We've got Cassandra. Cassandra, where are you again? I forgot. What's what's happening with my mind? Am I losing my marbles here? Anyway, welcome everyone. Thanks for joining with us. And uh, we rejoice. (laughs) Yeah, Melinda is in New York. Yes, excellent. (laughs) Thanks for joining with us in that freezing cold uh, place called New York. (laughs) Hallelujah. Father, I've got to tell you a story before we pray about New York. Uh, My first uh, trip to America uh, years and years ago was to a broadcast conference in Las Vegas and I looked at the line between Las Vegas and New York and it looked like it was on the same line so I thought it was in the same temperature range so when I went to New York about the same time of year as as I was in uh, 
um, Las Vegas, Nevada. I thought it was going to be pretty warm, so I didn't even take a jacket. I thought all that snow stuff we saw on television and the movies, I thought it was all, uh, uh, you know, just created. I thought New York and America was a hot country. And here I get off the plane in New York, and I'm telling you, it is minus, minus, freezing cold. I'm with a t-shirt on. I'm like, what is happening to me? No wonder Americans want to come and live in Scotland. Man, it's freezing here. Had to go buy myself a jacket and stuff, and I realized just how cold it does get up north on the east coast of America. Anyway, so that was my funny story about learning what it's like uh, (laughs) to travel at the start of traveling to the U.S., you know, many, many years ago, (laughs) decades ago. Anyway, praise Yehovah. Father, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you that you strengthen us, that even in our weakness, you are strong. And Father, we continually press in for these 40 days, knowing that uh, you are faithful. And through these 40 days, we see so much life change. We see so many uh, things that uh, change within our lives. And and Father, I thank you that even going through the operation I've just gone through uh, five days ago, I thank you, Father, for supernatural healing. I come against this internal bleeding that's going on, and I just ask for total deliverance in Yeshua's name. We also want to pray for Abri this morning, or this evening, or this morning. It is the morning in Israel. Hallelujah. Uh, For the Lachance family, we just want to say to her temperature, come down in Yeshua's name. We, We ask, Father, that you deliver her from leukemia. We break all the assignments of the enemy over her, and we stand in the gap as a fellowship and say, victory in Messiah. And Father, for every other need that we may have in our community, our prayer needs, Father, we just want to take time to come before you to proclaim your promises. So, Father, we thank you for this Sabbath. What a blessing to go through preparation day. What a blessing to come into the Sabbath rest where we can seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. And Father, as I come before you tonight, I thank you, Father, uh, that this day on the 25th of December that you delivered me from pagan Christianity, that you delivered me from uh, the, the ways of Catholicism, and you have set my feet upon a rock, hallelujah, that you have brought me to the scriptures and brought deliverance to my life. And Father, I know that many in the Christian world, they don't understand and they desire to walk in the ways of God, but we we are so bound by the traditions of man. And I pray, Father, you set us free from the traditions of man, that you deliver us, that we will be Bible-believing people who are seeking first the kingdom of Yehovah and his righteousness. So, Father, I thank you that we don't have to have any more golden calves or sacred cows Uh, to worship you through, but we can come and recognize how you have called us to worship. And we thank you, Father, for the blessing of worshiping you. We thank you, Father, that we can come and fellowship with you and seek first your kingdom and your righteousness and everything else will be added unto us. But Father, we don't come from a place of um, um, arrogance, looking down on those who are seeking to do their best in their faith and celebrate, um, you know, the birth of Messiah at this time. I just pray, Father, you open our eyes 
and that you bring us back to walk in the truth. I pray, Father, that just as you revealed the truth to me, that you will reveal the truth to many. And thank you, Father, that there is a huge community that's rising up all over the world that is recognizing the traditions of man and the false gospels and that you are bringing your people back in droves back to the word because we want to obey your commands. We want to walk in your ways. So we worship you and we rejoice because our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And uh, we bless you that we are not in religion, but we are in the freedom of a mighty God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. All right. So make Yahovah your trust. And, uh, you know, as I've just been waiting here um, just for this past few hours, I want to tell you, you know, just what what a blessing it is to be in the presence of Yahovah. What are you going through right now? You know, like I said, for these past few hours, I'm, I'm sitting here right where I'm sitting, where I, I probably can't even sit for more than an hour anyway. Um, but I'm sitting here in a place of prayer, waiting for the time to switch the camera on and feeling unworthy, feeling that, you know, I've, I've just got nothing to give tonight. I mean, yeah, I just have so many needs. <laughs> All I want to do is be in the presence of Yahovah and receive his ministry. I don't really want to be in a place to minister. So when I'm in that place at the time of these devotions, what I do is I'll just stay. And it doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter if it's 1 a.m. in the morning, 2 a.m. in the morning, and now we're after 3 o'clock in the morning. And you know, some people would just give up and, you know, I'm just going to go to bed and have some sleep. But you know what? This is our present time. And there's that moment where we see see the release in the Spirit and say, Yes, Father, I want to uh, have my heart right. I want to deal with what I'm going through in my life so that I can minister, so that I can minister from a place of strength in the spirit, not strength in who I am in the flesh, but strength in the spirit. And as I've just been prophesying, proclaiming the word, declaring the word, just washing in the word, you know, there's a few passages of scripture that just really came alive to me. Uh, that's, that, that, that's what we're going to share on tonight. And we're going to start in Psalm 40. You know, it's like, like I said, I started my Sabbath off in the A&E. <laughs> you know, I uh, got to see another surgeon there and had to go through the whole process um, of being uh, checked out and everything. And, you know, you just don't know. You know, you don't want to take chances with internal bleeding or potential infections. You don't want to uh, take chances, especially as we're coming into the Sabbath. want to make sure that I can get a good rest over this Sabbath. So anyway, praise Yehovah. We shout the victory that he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And it's by his stripes we are healed. We thank you, Father, for the hands of the surgeon. But we also know that surgeons can only put things together. And the healing that takes place within our bodies comes from you. And we worship you, Father, and we receive your healing power. So anyways, I'm pressing in, you know, one of the scriptures that, uh, you know, just really was standing out to me was Psalm 40, and I was just meditating on it 
I was proclaiming it, speaking it out. And that, that's where my strength come from, uh, came from. And sometimes we've got to get to that place, you know, where you just feel like you've got nothing to give. There's just, you've got no more. And then you, you keep pressing in on the word. You keep proclaiming the word. And then all of a sudden there's a word that brings forth life. And when that word brings forth life, you, you see something supernatural happen. In the flesh, you're worn out, you're broken, you've, you've got nothing to give. And then that word comes through and the life of Yehovah carries on it. And that, that's when I know it's the moment. Switch the cameras on. It's time for us to teach in the scriptures. It's time for us to proclaim because now we're not just washing in the word. Now we're receiving the living Rima word of Yehovah. This is the word that he wants to uh, speak into my life. This is the word that he wants to speak into your life today. So Psalm 40, it says this in verse 1. I wait patiently for Yehovah. He turned to to me and he heard my cry he lifted me out of the slimy pit out of the mud and the mire he set my feet on a rock and he gave me a firm place to stand he put a new song in my mouth a hymn of praise to our Elohim many will see and fear and put their trust in Yehovah and as I started to read this scripture you know Back in the 80s, uh, 70s and 80s, I was brought up with a singer, a Scottish singer called Ian White. And he uh, took the task of putting the entire book of Psalms to song. And he'd just play on his guitar and, uh, and just sing all of the songs. And that was his commitment, was to put to music every one of the songs. And one of the famous ones that he did that just you know, blessed so many people and, you know, was was extremely popular was this song. I wait patiently for the Lord. He turned and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock. He gave me a firm place to, to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to Elohim. Many will see and fear and put their trust in Yehovah. And what I love about this scripture is it starts with with us waiting patiently for Yehovah. And exactly what I went through through this past few hours of prayer to wait. And then all of a sudden it went from waiting to I started to receive what the Father is doing. So it's no longer what I'm doing. It's no longer my petition. But all of a sudden he lifted me. You know, he set my feet. He put a new song And the testimony that will come forth, many will see, many will fear, and many will put their trust in Yahweh. Why? Because of the testimony of the greatness of a mighty God. My God is faithful. My God is able. And we don't have enough preaching that comes from uh, the place of uh, when you've come to the end. You know, we have so much teaching about, you know, come on, get over yourself. This is where you should be. Well, what happens if you're not where you should be? What happens if you're going through the miry clay? What happens if you're if you're on that shaky ground? And, you know, what's the Father saying? I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to put your foot on a rock. 
I'm going to put your foot on the right place. I'm going to give you a firm place to stand, says Yahovah. This is the word of Yahovah, the word of deliverance. This is not uh, David just making a declaration in the sweet by and by and hopefully someone out there in the universe is going to hear him. No, he understands who God is and he is releasing the prophetic word of Yahovah. He's, he's releasing what's taken place from the place of waiting patiently for Yahovah. And through these 40 days, some of you might struggle with pressing forward. Some of you might have difficulty in, in what it truly means to, to press in because of, you know, it's just everything you're, you're going through. But let me tell you something. It's in the wait. It's, it's as you press forward that you will see the victory of Yahovah. Verse 4, blessed is the man who makes Yahovah his trust who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. So we don't want to pick up the gods of Christmas. We don't want to pick up the false pagan ways and apply them to Yahovah. But what do we do? You know, we're not looking to the proud. We're not looking to people who know what the scripture says, yet follow pagan traditions anyway. No, we're not looking to those people, but we are, uh, we are a people who make Yehovah our trust. I trust in you. And if the whole world is going in the other direction, I am going to follow you, Yehovah. I choose to follow you. And what does the devil want to do in, in, in the position of your obedience? He wants to harass you. He wants you to feel uncomfortable because you walk in truth. You know, how dare you walk in truth? How dare you be blessed with the truth? You should just comply with the rest of Christianity. You should just comply with the world. And no, 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 no. What's the Father saying? No, no. Don't turn aside and don't look to those who turn aside to false gods. Many, O Yahovah, no, many, O Yahovah, my Elohim, are the wonders you have done. The things you planned for us, no one can recount to you. Were I to speak and tell of them, there'd be too many to declare. Hallelujah. We're talking about the testimony of the blessings of Yahovah. You know, as we were having our Shabbat meal tonight, um, you know, Haley was sharing uh, about, you know, celebrating birthdays. You know, uh, we just celebrated uh, Haley's mum's 80th birthday and uh, we had a, a party. And, and, and through celebrating her life and her being 80, we didn't celebrate her as a baby. We celebrated, uh, you know, those 80 years. And, you know, here we are, you know, supposedly celebrating the birth of Messiah in December 25th, and what are we doing? We're, we're putting him all the way back in the, major, in the manger instead of recognizing who he is. So, you know, if we're going to celebrate the birth of Messiah, let's not uh, celebrate him as baby Jesus in the manger, but let's celebrate him in his power and might, his deliverance, his transformation in the goodness and everything that he has done. So, you know, when was the Messiah born? He, I believe he was born at Sukkot on the first day of Sukkot because he was named on the eighth day. And on the eighth day of that celebration, it's the last great day. Hallelujah. He tabernacled amongst us. That's what Sukkot is all about. 
What a blessing it is to celebrate Sukkot, that we are in booths where we recognize in the place of the wilderness that Yehovah is our provider. He is the one who cares for us. We can step out of the blessings that we have around us and say, I'm coming out under the stars under your protection to recognize that just as my forefathers came out of Egypt through the wilderness, that you protected them in the wilderness, that you cared for them. So we rejoice in the manifestation of the kingdom and we step out of our abode to recognize the birth of Messiah, the the manifestation of the kingdom on earth. And, you know, we proclaim his promises. His promises are yes and amen. And on the eighth day he was circumcised and that's the day the Messiah was named. It's also the last great day when he is coming back. It's also the Feast of Tabernacles, those seven days, the wedding supper of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Man, there's so many things that we see within the feasts. And here's the sad fact that many in Christianity have no idea what the feasts of Yehovah are all about because we're not spending time reading the scriptures. But in verse 5, what did we say? We, we, we talk about uh, seeing the wonders of Yehovah, the things you planned for us no one can recount. Just think, we worship and we serve a living God who is in pursuit of you and in pursuit of me. What's he going to do? He turned to me. He heard my cry. He saw my plea. He saw my call for mercy. He lifted me out of the place of misery, of that slimy pit, out of the mud, out of the mire, out of the place where I can't get deliverance from myself. This is the God we serve, the one who says, I know you. I know where you are. I know what you're going through, and I've got good news for you. I am here for you, says Yehovah. I'm not just going to shout and say, just apply my principles to your life. And everything's going to be okay. Remember, I gave you the Bible. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what he says. You press in. And that, that's why you could be biblically illiterate, where you, you hardly know the scriptures. But if you're in faith and trust before Yahovah, you're going to see the manifestation of the glory of Yahovah. And his wisdom will be added to you. The Ruach HaKodesh will be your teacher, will be your counselor, will, will convict you, will, will bring you into alignment of what it truly means to walk in the Spirit. So we are living a life religious free. We are not signing up to religion. I am not subscribing to modern day Messianic Judaism. No. I'm walking in the freedom of what it truly means to be in relationship with the living God. And there's some traditions that are good, and that's okay. We can follow good traditions. But if traditions are man-made traditions that bind you against the will of Yahovah, those traditions need to be pushed aside. We are not called to walk in a paganistic life. We're not called to follow the ways of the world. We're called to follow the scripture. So you go back to the root of Catholicism and you'll see exactly why we do things like Christmas, why we do Easter, why we worship on a Sunday. All those different things are easily understood in today's world. That they have no foundation upon the scripture and no foundation upon the faith that Yeshua expects us to walk in. We are called to walk in the feasts of Yehovah. They are not the Jewish feasts either. Hallelujah. So 
you know, Father has planned uh, so much for us that, you know, no one can recount. You know, this is what David's speaking over his life. But let me tell you something. Before the foundations of the earth, the Father, he, he invested so much time concerning you. And you might think, well, who am I? You are unique and fearfully and wonderfully made. You are special and value is created on the basis of uniqueness. If you're a one of a kind, you're a lot more valuable than, a, than a, you know, number 265 of a clone of 10,000. You're more valuable. You want to see a valuable car that's worth a million dollars, then it's probably because there's only one or two of them made. And we are unique. Everyone's fingerprints are different. Everyone is unique. You are different. Hallelujah. You are created in the image of Yahovah. He wants you to walk in the fullness and the blessings of Yahovah. He has so much that he has uh, uh, planned that's in store for your life. And I rejoice at walking with the Father through these decades of serving a living God. I've seen miracles after miracles. I've seen transformation after transformation, deliverance after deliverance, testimony after testimony, victory after victory. <laughs> and, and through it all, that's why when we're in tough places, that's why things look like what is happening. You know, we can rejoice in Yahovah and we don't have to be in the place of fear because God will always bring you through. So in these 40 days, what are we doing? We are waiting patiently for Yahovah. 40 days, Psalm 40. Here we are on Psalm 40. <laughs> We're waiting patiently. So be of good cheer in the midst of the things that you face. Those, those prayers that you're saying, Father, I'm waiting on the answer. The divine revelation the promises that the Father has given to you. This is the season of you tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. Taste and see that he is good. What does it mean? It means the very things you're praying for, now you're partaking. You're sitting at the real table. That which has been in the Spirit is now manifest in the flesh, and you are walking in the fullness of the blessings of Yahovah. Oh, we rejoice. We rejoice in your word. And, and you know, as we do this devotion time and, and, and we spend every day, you know, we might say the same scriptures one day that we said five days ago, ten days ago. It doesn't matter. What we want to do is be encouraged in the spirit based on the living word of Yehovah. What is the Ruach HaKodesh saying to us today? You know, this is not just some movie that you watch once and then you go on to the next movie. No, this book is life to us. The scriptures are life and we want the living word to come alive. And it says in verse 6, sacrifice and offerings you did not desire. So th there goes those who end up turning that which is in the scriptures to benefit us, but turning it into the religion of man. Well, I'm doing these sacrifices. I'm not adapting my life. I don't have to. As long as I do the sacrifice, I'll get the promise. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what the Father's looking for. Sacrifice and offerings you did not desire, but my ear you have pierced. I love that. I love that. That my ear you have pierced. What does it mean? That I've come before you, Father, and I give you permission to pierce my ear because I choose to walk in obedience. I choose to be one who is seen. 
I, I am marked by the King. I am marked for his purpose, for his will. Hallelujah. You are marked. <laughs> Receive the mark of the pierced ear. Hallelujah. Burnt offering and sin offering you did not require. <laughs> well, wait a second. <laughs> what are you saying here? No, it's not about the it's not about the process and the systems. It's about the obedience. It's about walking with him. It's about recognizing that you are, if you are in relationship, that it's, it's not focused on uh, the offerings. It's not focused on the things that you do, your works in the flesh to say, okay, now, Yahovah, you've got to receive me because I'm doing these things. He's saying, listen, I'm just looking for obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I'm just looking for you just to lay your life down and say, Here I am, Yehovah. Just use me. Deliver me. And God opposes the proud. He gives grace to the humble. Hallelujah. He is a mighty God. He's mighty to save. So as we're coming back to the roots of the, the faith, don't do it without understanding the importance of coming back to the fruits of of the faith. So what if you have mastered Hebrew to the highest level? So what if you can read the entire scripture in Hebrew? So what if you can break down the words and you can find the, the hidden Aleph Tav? So what if you don't know how to apply the word to your everyday life? And we've got so many people that are extremely clever, <laughs> but they're not, they're not bringing Yehovah to this generation. All they're doing is just sitting in a circle trying to educate people and make them clever like them. And, and you know, we don't need theology, you know, the study of God. What do we need? We need to know him. We need to walk with him. We need to experience the life of Yehovah. We have Messiah dwelling within us. What does that mean to you? That means that when you don't have the ability, it's his ability working through you that will bring forth the manifestation of the glory of Yehovah. I don't spend all my time trying to study um, all these full breakdowns because my calling is to edify, to equip, and, and to and to build the body of Messiah to be effective in our lives, to be effective in bringing Yehovah to this generation. And the biggest stumbling block we can have in doing the works of Yahovah is actually <laughs> being caught up in religious practices and thinking that you've got, if you just go back and you learn every aspect of the temple, you're going to be a better believer. You really think that? You think that's the foundation of what the Father has called us to really press into? Yes, there's, there's so much going on behind the scenes. But if you learn everything that's going on behind the scenes... And, and you don't even know how to apply your faith to bring transformation. You don't know how to reach out to the homeless. You don't know how to minister to the widow. You don't know how to minister to the brokenhearted. You don't know how to invest in prayer for the needs of others. Then what does it all mean? You know, what is it all about if it's not about receiving from Yehovah to give? And what a blessing and a, a, a life example of tonight, of spending hours in prayer, knowing I have nothing 
I, I, I'm so weak. I actually need people to minister to me. I don't need to minister to anyone tonight. But if we stay in that place long enough, if we wait patiently before Yahovah, all of a sudden, the, by the power of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh will impart, impact into our lives and something is going to change from the inside. We're going to see the authority of the Spirit rise up. We're going to see the strength of Yahovah manifest within our lives and then we can proclaim, let the weak say, I am strong because of what Yahovah has done. So we don't minister out of the basis of our knowledge. We don't minister out of the basis of our works. I sacrifice. I do my offerings, my burnt offerings, my sin offerings. I do all these things. No. Do you desire his will? Do you desire to know him? Verse 7. Then I said, here I am. I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, O my Elohim. Your instructions, your law is within my heart. And what did we speak about the other day? The importance of the heart. Are we hiding the scriptures within the heart? So out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth will speak. And yesterday we talked about uh, the tongue making the decision I am not going to sin through my tongue. I'm going to speak that which is wholesome and right and honorable before a mighty Elohim. In the heart, you can hide deceit, you can hide sin, but we've got to rid ourselves of deceit. We've got to rid ourselves of the sinful life and, and hide within our heart and use the, the, the very core of our being to be a place that is storing up the riches of the gospel of the kingdom, the blessings of a mighty God. He is mighty to save. I desire to do your will, O Elohim. I stand upon your promises. Thank you, Father. We proclaim your truth. Verse 9, I proclaim righteousness in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips, as you know, O Yahovah. I do not hide your righteousness, in, I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and salvation. I do not conceal your love and your truth from the great assembly. Hallelujah. So we put the word within our heart, but we don't hide it. Yes, we hide it to protect who we are, that we stand upon the solid rock. By we are a made-up mind. We are set like a flint in the promises of Yahovah. But the very goodness of what we put within, if we don't release it, the Father's not going to give us more. We're going to become a stagnant pond. And the Father wants us to be those who are flowing in the gifts of the Spirit, flowing in the ministry of a mighty God. Hallelujah. I do not conceal your love and your truth from the great assembly. Oh, my God is faithful. He is a wonderful God. He cares for you. And you might be uh, joining tonight in the whole pressures of this whole pagan Christmas and, and just, you know, feeling like, you know, lost in the midst of all of this. And, and listen, it's okay. Just cast your cares on Yahovah. You know, we talked the other day. If you're in a house that's divided and, you know, people get offended, you don't do Christmas and, you know, they, they want to force Christmas on you and all these different things. But you know what? 
Have a light heart in the midst of all of this. Praise Yahovah and say, you know what? I've read the book. I know what the truth is. I praise Yahovah. You want to walk in this way? Then I'm going to pray for you, but I'm not going to be abusive towards you. I'm just going to love you in the midst of all of this. And I, and I believe that the shalom of Yahovah will be in many households. But if you've got a spirit of religion, you don't know how to deal with the truth that's in your life when you see people that are not walking in the truth. You don't know how to deal with it. It makes you angry. It makes you aggressive. It makes you abusive. And, and we're not called to abuse people into the truth. You know, I was just thinking, uh, as I said that, it just pictured me um, probably about, you know, six, seven years old on the roof of my garage in Scotland, my, my dad's house. And right behind our house, my dad was the pastor in this village, and right behind our house was the Jehovah Witness Kingdom Hall. And, you know, as a little kid, you know, I'd be, I'd be listening to what's going on in Sunday school and stuff. And, you know, I'd ask, you know, I'd be like, Dad, you know, what's going on with these Jehovah Witnesses? And, oh, you know, they, they don't believe the truth and it's a cult and it's a false religion. And, you know, I'd be, I'd be up there thinking, what are we going to do with those Jehovah Witnesses? Should I throw stones at them from the roof of the garage as a little five, six-year-old kid? And these are the thoughts that go on in your mind. You know, do we abuse people that don't believe what we believe? Do we say, you've got it wrong. Stop deceiving people. You need to come to Yeshua. And, you know, what we've got to learn is we've got to learn to allow the grace of Yehovah. You can stand firm in your belief. You can stand firm in who you are, you know, and sometimes there's a place where the tables have to get turned in the temple. Yes, there's a place for those things to take place. But, you know, what will bring the victory and the breakthrough of people coming to truth? You know, look, how many people do I know who have spent time going through seminars of um, hounding people this is why you shouldn't follow Christmas. This is why you shouldn't do this. This is why you shouldn't do that. And they're hounding, hounding, hounding. And the huge arguments break out, you know. And, you know, what ends up in the end is division. There's no unity. Well, that's not what it means to me, you know. I celebrate Christmas for the birth of Yeshua. That's what it means to me. I don't care what it means to a pagan. I don't care. But... Just allow the work of the Holy Spirit. Live your life in the purity of what it truly means to walk in the Spirit. Love people in that place. Yeah, sure, sit down and have dinner with the family. You know, some people are like, I can't breathe. What do you mean have dinner with the family? They're saying happy Christmas round the table. You know, just, just state who you are. State what you believe. State where you are and love and love your way through it, and let the Holy Spirit do His work. And, you know, you'll find you'll be in a, in a place of freedom. You know, it's not your responsibility to change the world. Let Yehovah change the world through you. Hallelujah. Let the work of the Holy Spirit bring forth the change. And then in that place, what will you see? You'll start to see the Holy Spirit break down barriers, break down walls. He'll bring freedom in places where there's not been freedom. He'll bring restoration where there's been uh, uh, separation. God is faithful. He will honor you through all these things. You know, hallelujah. 
your life is a book to be read. Let people read the book. I, I, I love it when I hear, hear people just come out with those one-off statements that uh, are seeking to judge you because they're, they're trying to read your life from their religious perspective. And it's quite funny, some of the things that they come out with, um, you know. But rest in Yehovah. Proclaim his righteousness. Stand upon his promises. <laughs> you know, don't hide the truth. If you know the truth, share the truth. But share the truth in love. Come on. Don't hide your righteousness. The very things that the Father's put within you speak of the faithfulness and the salvation of a mighty God. Don't conceal your love and the truth from the great assembly, but minister to them. Help them understand the way in which they are called to, to go. Verse 11, Do not withhold your mercy from me, O Yehovah. May your love and your truth always protect me. May your love and your truth always protect me. Today, one of the things that the Father put in my heart is make Yehovah your trust. And that comes from verse 4. Blessed is the man who makes Yehovah his trust. And then as we see in verse 11, Do not withhold your mercy from me, O Yehovah. May your love and your truth always protect me. And I just want to encourage you, you know, be strong in Yehovah. Be blessed in Yehovah. We could read the rest of the chapter, but I just feel that this is what the Father wants us to uh, share. He wants us to stop right here. I want you to be encouraged with the Word. I want you to experience the goodness of a mighty God and recognize that in the place of your weakness, He is your strength. Recognize that there'll be times where you think you've got nothing to give, and if you will just wait patiently, if you'll just press that little bit further, if you'll just go deeper into the midnight hour, oh, but God, I'm tired. I can't take it. Come on, press in and, and, and just receive the refreshing of the Spirit because that's what he wants to give us right here, right now, the refreshing of his Spirit. It will bring healing to your life. Hallelujah. If you're better twisted and screwed up, <laughs> you know, it's not going to bring healing to your life. So we just release, cast your cares on Yahovah. Come on, cast your burdens on him. Start lighting up. Maybe you've got to go and apologize to someone. I've been too harsh to you. Sorry. I was too aggressive. I recognized that something rose up in me. You know, look, I, I, I might love you, but, you know, I have no right to rise up and bring forth abuse. You know, we don't need Torah terrorists. We need people that operate out of the love of Yahovah. So just go say sorry. You know, I'm not handling this right. I'm not walking in this right. And watch what the Father does and how he brings restoration, how he brings his love, his peace, and his joy that transcends all understanding. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you for the word today. Thank you for everyone that's tuning in right now. We pray, Father, for those who are also listening by podcast, that you will bless them. Those who are listening later, we just ask that this word will be a strength to many, that you will teach us to wait patiently before you. Father, we pray, Father, for every uh, sickness. Uh, Sandy just uh, has said pray for her headache. We just say 
a release over your headache right now in Yeshua's name, Sandy. We just, uh, Sandra, we just release the blessings in favor of Yahovah over you in Yeshua's name. If you're sick, I just want to encourage you. Just place your hand on the part of the body where you're sick. And I'm placing my hands on my painful areas too. Father, I proclaim supernatural healing. That's by your stripes we are healed. We speak an acceleration in your healing power. We release the healing power of Yeshua. By the blood of Yeshua, we are supernaturally transformed. We know your word. We stand upon your word. We receive your word. We receive healing. We receive deliverance. That we are not going to be bound. That we will be those who are walking free in the Ruach HaKodesh. That we are set free in the spirit of Yehovah. Well, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for joining with me today. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word. I'd love to hear your testimony. You can email me, Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. If you're blessed with the ministry, we are standing for 40 days for the supernatural deliverance uh, of this ministry and our work here in Israel. We are praying for financial breakthrough, financial miracles over the ministry. And, you know, this is not a negative thing. We understand the warfare that we are in. We understand that the enemy doesn't want us here, but we are standing in Yeshua's name. And we ask you to keep praying for us for deliverance, for financial freedom in Yeshua's name. Court cases that we have coming up in the next few weeks. Victory in Yeshua's name from these lying devils and deceptive cases that are only set to harass and to stop us from doing the work of Yahovah. We proclaim all bills are paid. We proclaim victory in Yahovah. And as we come into the Sabbath rest, we thank you, Father, that you take care of us, that we rest in you knowing that you are our source, you are our provider. So if you're blessed and encouraged and you want to tithe and sow seeds into the ministry here at Bulldoze of Faith, you can go to bulldozeoffaith.com forward slash give. Um, you can also give by PayPal, and on there you'll see different ways on how you can give. If you are, uh, if you want to make a, a one-time large donation, you can do a money transfer as well into the Bulldozer of Faith accounts. The information is there. If you lack information from the country in which you're in, please message me or email me, and I will be happy to send you the best way to send resources to the ministry here in Israel. Thank you for supporting us, for all of you who give. For all of you, prayer. Thank you for standing with us. This is day 32. We've got eight days to the 2nd of January in pressing forward. And I am rejoicing and giving glory to Yehovah. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, Shabbat Shalom.